Coast Guns. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. I will say this. I love one of the questions in today's social studies more than most questions that have ever been asked on social studies. <laughs> really? Yes. I'll let you determine which one. I, but, uh, Sarah, let, let's get to this. Yeah. If, if it's the question I think it is, you have to wait until the end of social studies. So make sure you stick around. It's about our shoes. It is not about <laughs> oh, our shoes. Oh, no. Okay. It is not about our shoes. Uh, let's start with the Phoenix Suns and Devin Booker. This came up in conversation earlier in the show. Um, Tim Ring, you mentioned that Devin Booker reminded you a little bit of Michael Jordan for a specific reason. Can you share your, your reasoning there? And Kobe Bryant. And Kobe, just the way he's able to score as a two guard. He is trending into the rarefied air of those two players. Mm-hmm. I want to be very clear about that. I am not comparing him. Fair, like, fair oh, enough. he's as good as Jordan and Kobe. Sure, sure, sure. I'm saying yeah. he is starting to score in the manner and have that kind of killer instinct as an assassin. Yes. As those guys and the ability to score from everywhere all over the court. Okay, so the Kobe comparison has been made and, and it especially His whole career up. pretty much. Yeah, it especially sped up in the last uh, couple of years really after Kobe's passing. Uh, we are asking aside from Kobe Bryant, which player in NBA history does Devin Booker most remind you of? John Drew. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Devin Booker himself, that's another thing he's had to fight because he's inspired by Kobe Bryant and has the be legendary tattoo. Yeah. People just assume that he's the one comparing himself to Kobe Bryant. That's the one he fights. He doesn't like the comparisons. Right. So I'm not going to make one. Okay. He's out the, of respect. He's the first Devin Booker. How about that? Oh. How about that? How about that? Okay. What about this from E. Tapia? Take that for data. Reggie Miller, because of his fire and his fearlessness. We have Joe Johnson with a better handle, says Thomas Nunley. We have Jerry West. Per Jeff Moore, Booker is getting better on the defensive end. How offensively he can flat out shoot from anywhere, just like Mr. Logo, Jerry West. What do you think of this one from Seabacher, 44, uh, Bernard King? He's a small forward. He was. He was bigger. um, Scores in the... uh, I don't have a firm grasp uh, of... uh, I know Bernard King was great, uh, but I don't... I can't really describe his game in detail. Multiple people said Brandon Roy if he'd never got injured. Yeah. Sad. I could see that. This is my favorite response from Tyler Hamelwright. He compares Devin Booker to the great Aaron Baines from March 2020 against the Blazers. <laughs> You'll never forget Nine Aaron threes Baines. for Aaron Baines that night. Oh, so good. Right before COVID shut the world down. Oh, gosh. All right. No Cardinals this weekend. They're on their bye. They don't play until two Mondays from now against the England do? Patriots. That's exactly what I'm asking. What are we going to do? Four option poll. What are you most looking forward to this weekend? Because there are not uh, any, any Cardinals games on television. Are you going to watch the U.S. and the Netherlands and the World Cup tomorrow? Are you watching the Suns play the Rockets tonight and the Spurs? College football championship games or other NFL games? I think it's unfair that the Suns have to play two teams at once. <laughs> Rockets just, and the Spurs? I'm just joking. But those are two uh, easier teams to handle. And they're both in Texas. Um, <laughs> always look forward to the Suns playing, especially when they're playing like they are now. But for me, the answer, USA versus the Netherlands. 
There are only two things I can't stand in the there world. There are only two things I can't stand in this people world. People who are intolerant. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures. And the Dutch. And the Dutch. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, USA and the Netherlands gets 43% of the vote right now. That's what our listeners are most looking forward to. 28% went with the two Suns games this weekend. 15% other NFL games. Only 14% voted for the college football championship games, which is what I voted for. We have... I get to watch Devin Booker play basketball a couple of times this weekend. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty I'm good. excited about that. That's pretty good. Dante says the World Cup for sure. The USA has a great chance to make some waves on the world stage of the sport. Uh, somebody's got to be televising tag team curling, says Ray. Tag team curling. Uh, tag team curling. Well, Are they in season, tag team curling? Oh, uh, that's... Uh, it's always season. It's always tag team that. curling season. Okay. Um, so this is the question that I think Vince was most looking forward to. The question is, or the prompt, rather, is make up a completely unsubstantiated rumor about a sports figure. And there's a reason. There's a reason we're asking that. Uh, Kanye West, who now goes by Ye and was banned on Twitter last night, tweeted, let's break one last window before we get out of here, being Twitter. I caught this guy with Kim, and it's a photo of Chris Paul. So he's accusing Chris Paul of... of Philandering. Cheating with his wife. His ex-wife, I should say. Again, it's coming from Kanye West. Please take that with a huge block of salt. You can't always believe exactly. Kanye West. I, I would mean, say you can never believe Kanye West. 25 so, cups of crazy. Yeah, exactly. And what does he mean he caught him? Like maybe they were having a cup of coffee. Yeah, come on. They were discussing projects. Come on, ye, we need more detail. Yeah. Or well, get too bad you're banned from Twitter and <laughs> Exactly. So we're just gonna make fun of that very unsubstantiated rumor that this person is throwing out there, and we asked our listeners to make up a rumor about a sports figure. Would you guys like to participate or do you want me to get right into the answer? Luka Doncic hasn't showered since twenty seventeen. I believe that. <laughs> Uh, how about this one from Mr. B? Dirk Cutter cut me in line at the state fair. That's why they call him Cutter. Seabacher <laughs> uh, 44, Cliff Kingsbury secretly really wants to be an interior designer. I mean, his house is, so- is beautiful. Mike says, Jeremy Roenick eats raw bacon right out of the package. <laughs> Kyler Murray wouldn't drive Patrick Peterson to the airport. Ooh. I don't know if that's unsubstantiated. Yeah. How about this one from... He wouldn't help him move. <laughs> Well, higher mover. Cliff Kingsbury's coaching ceiling says Shane Doan purposely uses a phone with bad reception so he can bail on interviews early. (laughs) (laughs) Unsubstantiated rumor. Mo says Jarrett Carlin's a fantastic dresser. Ooh. Substantiated. Come on. Uh, And then Patrick. Oh, gosh. Patrick Jerka says Kyler Murray wore four inch lifters to the combine. She's little dad has one. I think that I, I don't know if this is. I think I heard this, so I'm not sure if it's fake or not. What's that? Uh, Grayson Allen hosts a weekly oh group where him, Patrick Beverly, and Aaron Rodgers kick puppies. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, know. No, that no, might. That is Patrick true. That's just, you heard that too, Tim. Yes, but yeah. the weird thing is, Patrick Beverly only kicks a puppy from, from behind. behind. Yeah, wow. yeah, he's not looking. 
Uh, Daylight film said, uh, despite Vince's utter hatred for the town of Tucson, he hates wearing yellow and is a closet U of A fan. Puts on the red, white, and blue. When home alone or on vacation where no one knows him. Seen the pics on the interweb. There are pictures of me that exist in U of A garb, but only because I lost a bet. When was that? Um, I don't know. Probably like... <laughs> I mean, there's pictures of you dressed as Ali G as well, so what's the difference? Yeah. And by the way, uh, that is so not true. I won't even buy clothing. Like, if, I, if I'm buying, like, shirts and there's a shirt that has blue and red in it, I won't buy it. What are you wearing for the USA-Netherlands game, then? Orange? <gasps> I hope not. Wow. Whatever I slept in. Game's at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> by, by, the way, by the way, this is actually real, but it fits right into our segment. Kat Terrell, ESPN reporter, just tweeted about an hour ago. I just texted Drew Brees. He said he's good, and he did not get struck by lightning. Well, that, that's the, the, the report that was out there. That yeah. was down, in, down where? Somewhere oh, in South America? Yes, I think. Was it? I guess it was just a... That was a rumor. It was a promo for a, a betting Venet- company. In Venezuela, yeah. Yeah. Uh, congrats to you, Vince Murata. Mock my world. You win. 38% best pies. I'm in second. And then an Jarrett and Zoe. Pizza. Yes. Well, for the win. Yeah, great. It's hard to vote against pizza. Pizza and banana cream as a one-two is... Ooh, it's hard baby. to beat. Jared, did you vote for me? I did vote for you, actually. Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> the support. Uh, thanks, Sarah. Thanks to everybody who chimed Thank in you. on uh, social studies. Coming up, we uh, had the chance for the first time on our radio station to speak to the new head coach of Arizona, uh, of Arizona State, Kenny Dillingham. Uh, we played that. We did it at 7.15. We're going to replay it for the later audience next. It was so good. And you're going to get inspired. Trust me. Uh, that is straight ahead. It's Pickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. New era for Arizona State football began last Sunday when the uh, athletic uh, director, Ray Anderson, Michael Crow, announced Kenny Dillingham as the new head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils. And coach joins us right now here on the Arizona Sports Line. Kenny, I'm Vince, my partner Tim today. Uh, Congratulations on the job and welcome back home. Thank you. I'm fired up to be here. And uh, our first day out on the road as a staff in this valley is today. Yeah, I've heard you talking, and I saw your interview you did on SportsCenter yesterday. Uh, yeah, this has got to be just a whirlwind. I mean, last Saturday, you're playing in a rivalry game as the offensive coordinator with Oregon, and less than a week later, here you are on the road with another staff. Can you just kind of outline what this, what this week has looked like uh, for you personally? Yeah, obviously after Sunday, uh, it was just, you know, meeting with the high school coaches, meeting with the players, getting to know people in the building. And then literally from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until noon, I've been meeting with every single player on this team face-to-face just to meet them, get to know them. You know, this this is about relationships. It's about helping those young men achieve what they want to achieve and just explain to them what it's going to look like moving forward as honestly as possible. And uh, I think that's more important than recruiting. That's more important than anything is just explaining and meeting your guys and teaching them what this program is going to look like moving forward. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kenny, uh, first of all, congratulations, man. We're just so happy for you. I know this is a dream come true uh, job for you. A, a, a fun one off the bat. You, you find out you get the job. Who's your first phone call? 
Oh, first phone call? Yeah. We definitely called my father. I'm not going to lie. You know, this is, I used to sit on his lap watching ASU games. So I definitely called my parents. Uh, that was one. And we definitely called my wife's parents who grew up going to ASU games as well. So, you know, we definitely called the family. Um, you know, when I landed here on Saturday night, they were trying to do it up big for me. They had a an awesome hotel for me and my wife that was decorated and all this stuff. Right. And I said, you know what? I just, uh, let's, let's go hang out with the fam. Oh. And uh, that's just kind of the type of person I am. Family driven. Uh, that's what matters to me. And, and I'm just so fired up to be here. Oh man, that, that, that's awesome. So, all right. So you get the job first week on the job. What is, what is job one, Kenny? Is it, is it kind of keeping your own guys from hitting the portal that you want? Is it going out to the portal? And because I mean, portal combat's already underway, as you know, even though that darn thing doesn't actually open for a bunch of guys uh, until next week. What, what is job one for Kenny Dillingham when you talk about the 2023 roster? Job one is to meet with our guys. And uh, contrary to what a lot of people do nowadays, it's not to convince people not to transfer. I want people who want to be Sun Devils. Uh, I want people who wake up every day, they walk into that building, and they go, man, am I lucky. Man, can I wait? not wait to get to work. And that's what I told everybody that walked through that door is, you know what, this is my dream job. I'm going to be here forever as long as, long as I can. And we're going to do this the right way. We're going to get people in this building who want to be here. And uh, you'd be shocked how many people want to be here and love this place. And it, it's not a recruiting pitch to keep the guys. It was more a, this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Get ready. And uh, now that I'm through that point, it's obviously now on to, you know, how do we build this roster? And I think for us, you know, we're, we're pretty far behind the 23 class when it comes to in-state recruiting in particular. And it's more just talk to the guys committed elsewhere and say, listen, we understand we're not going to build a relationship in three weeks that may get you to, you know, come here. But, but... Understand, in a year from now, when you realize you miss the sunshine, the mountains, the beautiful weather, and all the good food, and you want to come home, just know you have a place. Yeah. Kenny Dillingham, the new head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils, our guest here on Arizona Sports. And Kenny, I know ultimately the answer to this question, but I'm curious to the process. Um, and, and this process was different because this job opened up in September, and I assume Arizona State was in on you very early because your name had been connected to the job. But one of the things that's hanging over this program, as you well know, is the NCAA investigation, maybe some pending sanctions. And I know it wasn't enough to dissuade you from taking this job, but how much uh, of, of that was considered? in your decision-making process to come here? Yeah, I mean, I'm not too concerned with things we can't control. I mean, we're going to put together the best team. We're going to build the best culture. We're going to get this valley behind this program. Um, and I'm just, you know, that, that type of stuff, you can't control what you can't control. And uh, that's one of the pillars to our program of life. Uh, little things, intensity, family, and education. We want to be lifers, respond to adversity, the good and the bad, and the S is for success. And that's just being the very best you can be at whatever you're doing. And, you know, for me, I can't be concerned about things I can't control. We're just going to be the very best we can be every single day at whatever task we're doing. If I'm walking through a door, I'm going to open that door for people until there's not any more people to walk through because I think that's what makes successful people and successful programs. All right, Kenny, so there's been great, great high school football players in our state. A lot of them, most of them, have gone elsewhere to play college football. You know that. We all know that. Kenny Dillingham walks into the living room. 
You got a, you got a four or five star kid. He's he's, think, he's thinking about going to SC. He's thinking about going to Alabama. He's thinking about going to Texas. What's your pitch, brother? What what, what are you telling well, them? What are you telling his parents? What are you telling him about coming to play for the Sun Devils and coming to play for Kenny Dillingham's new program? Well, it's, it's pretty simple to me. When you make decisions on where you go to school, it should be about relationships. Our relationships, our staff's going to be here, right? The second thing is this: the relationships of the connections, you, the connections you can make in the area. This is one of the largest growing, growing metropolitan areas in the country. It's a top five largest metropolitan area in the country. You can come here for four years, be a star, build the relationships you want to build in a place that people dream of living the rest of their life. Wherever you go to school, you're going to build the connections. So if you don't want to live somewhere for the rest of your life where you go to school, you're going to lose all those connections or a majority of those connections. This is a place you could go to, play football at a high level, build connections that will help you for the next 50 to 60 years of your life. Go on, and if you have a career in the NFL, great. If you don't, capitalize on those connections, right, and help you be successful in life. And that's something we have here that most places do not have. They have the Phoenix metropolitan area. They have one of the largest alumni bases in the country. Mm -hmm. Let us help you come here, build relationships, and let those people help you be successful in life. Kenny Dillingham, the new head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Uh, you mentioned, Coach, about being behind in in-state recruiting for 2023, but you're, you're armed to maybe make some real inroads there. Retaining Sean Aguano, bringing in Charlie Regal, two very highly successful high school coaches here that are respected in the community. Might we expect any other high school coaches maybe to join your staff in the near future? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to... Uh... I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, we do have we do have a few members of our staff uh, pretty pretty set. Uh, we're just out of respect for you know college coaches and uh, you know different people's schedules. Uh, I, w- I want people to leave their prior school the right way, mm-hmm. uh, co- college coaches included. I want them to to be able to do it on their terms, and we're just being patient with the process so we can get the right guy at the right time. Uh, Coach, uh, we appreciate the time. We are, um, I'm assuming you'll be a weekly guest of ours come September because we've had the coaches uh, interview on this show. So I'm really looking forward to that. But I also wanted to say, uh, as somebody who has followed this program, rooted for the Sun Devils for 40 years, who went to Arizona State, I will only speak for myself, but I think a lot of people will agree. This is the most excited I've been about Sun Devil football for a really long time uh, because of what your energy is bringing to this job. Uh, and so I, I wish you the best of luck in in turning this thing around i appreciate it like like i told everybody this is i am not going to turn this place around we are and i absolutely mean that we people listening to your show right now right how can you help some double football i don't care if you're worth a billion dollars or if you show up to work and you grind to survive there is a way you can help There's a way you can be involved. And this place is special 
because of the Valley, because of the people listening to the show right now. We need everybody involved in this program in any way, shape, or form. Kenny, I got a, I got a freshman at Desert Mountain. He's a 5'10", 150-pound defensive end. I'm going to give you first. I'm going to give you first crack at an in-home. Okay, you got my word. Oh, sounds good. All right, brother, you got my word. Okay, Kenny, thanks, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it, and again, congratulations on the job. Thank you, guys. Go Devils. Thank you. Kenny Dillingham, the new head coach of the Arizona State uh, Sun Devils, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings with Tim Ring sitting in for Bick here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to the show. Final half hour of the show. Pickley and Murata Mornings. Here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, like we do every single day at this time. We're looking at today's poll question with Vince Murata and Tim Ring in for Dan Bickley. Guys, after last night's win over Colorado, do you think this ASU men's hoop squad can make some noise in the Pac-12? Make some noise! Make some noise! I'll be be yelling that later tonight. Yes, you will at about 7 o'clock, or I guess leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, Yes, they can make some noise, and I guess that's up to interpretation, whatever some noise is. No, they will not be making any noise. (laughs) They will be silent. They will be silent. Or you can give it a few more conference games before you figure it out. Um... I, I've got a feeling about this team, uh, how much noise they make, but I, I like the makeup of this team from a talent standpoint, from a height standpoint that they haven't had, from a depth standpoint. Yeah. I mean, the Marcus Bagley thing is a bummer right now. I don't know how that's going to be dealt with, but I think this is a pretty good basketball team. And they did the, they, they won that game last night without Frankie Collins, who's been probably say. their most that's important right. player this season. Um, that was a good win because Boulder is not an easy place to play. Right? Yeah, especially when you're down by 15 points. Yeah, yeah. When you they come got back. to a great start, Colorado did. Come back, you come back without Frankie Collins. And if the Bagley situation can rectify itself, he's still a hell of a talented player. Mm-hmm. Does ASU need Marcus Bagley? Right they now, him. no, but at some point they might. No, but you're, you're, if Marcus Bagley is playing and he's getting along with his head coach, it makes you a better basketball team, right? I mean, he never plays, though. That's the thing. Now, listen, last time they started 7 and 1, what was it 2018? They won 23 games that year. That was the year they beat number one Kansas in Tempe, I believe. Which time, Tim? Yeah, back-to-back years, right? <laughs> Kansas was not number one when I they know. won in Lawrence. Yes. So let's get our facts straight, people. All right, I'm going to play some votes for yes. <laughs> yeah, do that. Ah, our listeners are not quite there yet. 43% of our voters say, let's give it a couple more Pac-12 games before we decide how much noise will be made here. 40% say yes, ASU is going to have a good season. 17% say no. Okay. You can vote right now. That's the Sanderson Ford poll question on ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. All right, Jared. We didn't have one last week because of the Thanksgiving. You've had two weeks to build up material. I can't wait to hear what you've got. Oh, up my with. goodness yeah. gracious. Well, <laughs> I love when you set the bar high. Because November's over, by the way. You still have the beard. I know. Uh, what do you think? Keep it. It's what you want. I like right? to do it until people get repulsed by it, until people beg me to shave it. 
Well, we can't go back in time two weeks, so. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you setting the bar high so that I may limbo under it. Yes. This is the Sports Kebab. And guys, you know, my goodness, I woke up and I looked at what was trending on Twitter. And boy, oh boy, I am still shocked by those crazy accusations made by an egotistical, bitter ex who seems to have gone off the deep end. <laughs> I'm, of course, talking about Patrick Peterson is what I'm <laughs> to. Yes, Pat P. went on his podcast to accuse Kyler Murray of being self-centered and selfish, saying Kyler Murray only cares about Kyler Murray. Murray denied these claims and essentially said that Patrick Peterson is talking out of his butt. Which is odd because usually the only thing that comes out of Pat P's butt is needles. But that's... Okay, okay, come on, let's go there. Because you want to talk about selfish? Pat P was the one who got suspended for six games for PEDs and cost the team. Pat P is the guy who demanded a trade on two occasions and flooded social media with cryptic tweets. And now he's the one accusing Kyler? I mean, I haven't been this confused by a PP since the last time I ate asparagus. <laughs> wow. Long way to go for that one. PP. Now, and well worth the journey. Yes, baby. <laughs> and look. Stinks. Look, 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 look. I know it's a weekly podcast, okay, and they have to tackle a lot of issues. Ironically, issues are the only thing Patrick has tackled in the last oh. 10 years, but <laughs> it's neither here nor there. <laughs> I mean, the problem is I can't believe the hypocrisy here. Peterson is a me-first guy. Peterson has a giant ego. Look, I'm not saying Pat P has a big head. But he's the only player who can wear Brian Robinson's hat without the styrofoam insert. <laughs> but that seems like Pat P's MO this year, right? Every week he tells a different, vaguely mysterious Cardinal story. I mean, I haven't seen someone in Minnesota with that many conspiracies since Jesse Ventura. Babe. I know, that's an unfair comparison. Unlike Pat Babe. P, Jesse Ventura actually won something, so I shouldn't wow. compare them. <laughs> now, of course, Patrick Peterson clarified and softened some of his comments this week and said that he had no problem with Kyler. Man, if Pat P could have backed up that fast during his last two years in Arizona, he wouldn't have had so many receivers run past him. <laughs> anyway, I'm done with Patrick Peterson, okay? I thought we had moved on, but he keeps coming back. I mean, if I want to talk about something that I keep forgetting about until it pops up every so often, and then I have to pretend to care about it, I'll talk about the World Cup, okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you guys have you guys been watching the World Cup? You've been following it much? Has that started? It started. Yes, we're wow. actually we're well into it. I mean, the first round is crazy because there's a lot of games that sort of impact your chance of advancement, and there's all kinds of things you got to keep track of. I mean, I'm not just rooting for the USA, but I'm rooting for other countries. I mean, during their matchup with England, I became the biggest supporter of Wales since Gambo. <laughs> Gambo. Now the USA, the USA did advance, and they will play the Netherlands. I think that's an unfair matchup, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Not because the Dutch are so good, but because they have the unfair advantage uh -oh. of kicking the ball harder. Because their cleats are made of wood. <laughs> now they weren't. They weren't the only story out of the World Cup, though. Australia 
Australia advanced in a big upset. You know what their team's nickname is? No. The Socceroos. Yes, have you heard the Socceroos? Yeah. Coincidentally, also what I called my underpants when I was four. (laughs) Socceroos. Now, the other big story was that Germany was eliminated. Damn. Yesterday was just a bad day for Kanye all around, wasn't it? I'm... <laughs> oh, jeez. And with that, it's, uh, talking about soccer here. Mm-hmm. Uh, time for Jared Karnak, the Magnificent. A World Cup. A World Cup. A World Cup. A World Cup, sir. Uh, what will Christian Pulisic be wearing in his next match? <laughs> All right, uh, next one here. Uh, two balls, one strike. Two balls, one strike. Two balls, one strike. Uh, describe Christian Pulisic's goal against Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Okay, uh, next one here. Poor one. Iran. Oh, Iran. That's yeah, right. Iran. I'm change that. I'll change that one in post-production. All right, next, last, last one here. A, a surgeon's freshly scrubbed tools. A butcher's freshly cleaned slicer. And Christian Pulisic. All, All of those, those things. Yeah. Yes. Name three things, things that are now sterile. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, <laughs> congratulations to the first place Phoenix Suns. Best record in the Western Conference. What, they got a six-game win streak? Yeah, six-game win streak. And on top of that, Devin Booker just won Player of the Month. Also, Chris Paul just won Player of the Month. <laughs> so, hey, play on. Unrelated. There you go. Jared, you, Thank you. you didn't have to limbo under that bar. Thank you. Surpassed you. it. Very, very, Falls very well flopped over it. I, wow. Exactly. That's exactly what you did. I'm surprised there wasn't a Christian Pulisic Netherlands joke. Ah, right? very good. There you you should go. maybe tap into that. Un- the gazelle kebab. The sports gazelle. The a resource on that side of the glass right there, Jared. <laughs> I did. I ran one by her and she said I should do it and I didn't take her advice because I thought. I'm, I'm glad you did. I look forward to hearing bad. it during the break. <laughs> I just wait. I just got to say, Iran, so I could sub that in. I edit it later. All right, good. good. Uh, well done, Jared. The Sports Kebab every Friday. When we have shows on Friday, so you could follow Jared on Twitter at Jarrett GC. That's J A R R E T T G C. Coming up, some final thoughts heading into the weekend. Bickley and Murata mornings. Tim ring in for Bick today here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata, song of the day. Hot on the request line, this one's going out to Sarah Kay in Phoenix. KBMM. See what I did there? Tim Ring coming coming up in the clutch. I'm like, Tim, I need a song of the day. He's going through everything. 
And he comes up with a little insane bye bye bye. Since we're in the bye 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 week. In honor of the Cardinals bye week. Let's just, let's just enjoy the majesty that is these lyrics. Tim, stop dancing like that. Sarah Cazell is doing the official choreography of this dance. I remember all of it. We've covered this before. Are you Team Backstreet or Team NSYNC? I've got love for both. Yeah. Team NSYNC. Yeah. I did go see Backstreet Boys in Las Vegas a couple years ago, and that was very fun. Which team are you on? I uh, I haven't thought about it yet. <laughs> yeah, I got a ninety eight degrees is the superior. I've got it. Oh, I'm got okay. it. I've got to do my own research on this. <laughs> Timbering the Aaron Rodgers of boy bands, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, NSYNC, bye bye bye, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Uh, a little daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia for you to start off off the grid. Uh, I think you'll do well on this one as a group. Okay. In Phoenix Suns history, can you name the top five players in terms of career three-pointers made? Top five in career three-pointers made for the Phoenix Suns. Okay, well, Dan Marley. Dan Marley's number three. Devin Booker. Devin Booker's number two. Steve Nash. Steve Nash is number one, but not for much longer. 23 more for Book. We'll break the franchise okay, so record. Yeah, so we get three of the five. Mm-hmm. Four-hour show, kids. Come on. I don't know if he was here long <laughs> enough. Channing Fry. Channing Fry's number seven. Oh, okay. So you're looking at number four and number five. Uh, number four has 751 career threes for the Suns. Number five, 652. Oh, jeez. Can we get an era? Dragic. Seven seconds oh. or less. Oh. Oh. Uh, Raja Bell? Roger Bell's number six. Oh, boy. We're circling it. Quentin Richardson. Quentin Richardson, no. Only here one year. I think he's got the single season mark, though. Oh, my gosh. I'll give him to you. Please. Leandro Barbosa. I was going to say Barbosa, uh, but I think number four. Sean Marion, number five. Oh. Sean Marion. Oh that goofy chest shot. Mikel Bridges and Cam, jo- Cam, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson? Our uh, numbers nine and ten right now. I wanted to play this for you. I saw this come across Twitter. It's getting some attention on Twitter. I wanted to resist even watching it because I think this is cruel to do to somebody. When somebody has some sort of procedure where anesthesia is involved and they film the reactions coming out of anesthesia, yeah, I think it's a mean thing to do to somebody. I've actually had anxiety over this, like having surgery and coming out like... I'm not. Re- apparently, I'm not responsible for what I say or do. Oh, this one is actually very funny. This uh, this girl is a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals. Had her wisdom teeth pulled on the ride home with mom. Just started talking a lot of football. We played the Titans. 
happens on Sunday. Jamar <laughs> Chase isn't even a sure thing. And I miss him. <laughs> then, even if we get past that one. Well, then we got the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Holmes. And he's so good. And everyone knows it. <laughs> And he makes those Subway commercials. <laughs> All our brothers are the Browns. Joe Burrow's never beaten the Browns. They're historically the worst franchise in NFL history. I mean, my god dang hero can't beat the Browns, Mom. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> historically the worst franchise. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, I didn't want to laugh. I didn't want to enjoy it, but... Dang it if I didn't enjoy it. Now, did her mom post it or did she post it? I Is she in? It, I saw it on, on the, the part joke? the pardon my take Twitter account. So okay. it's gone viral to the point where those guys got it. Oh, the weekend is here. A Cardinal football free weekend. A lousy two-day weekend. Yeah, like we that the four-day weekend last oh. week. Yeah, when you have a four-day weekend and you have to work three of the four days, it's not much of a weekend. Whoops. So yeah, you know. Sorry, Tim. Man. Thanks so much for being here. Always, Always fun. a pleasure. Always I'll fun see to you. do the show. See you all the next week. Um, all right. En- enjoy your Luka Doncic jersey shopping this weekend. I'm gonna wear. <laughs> I'm gonna wear one every day next week. <laughs> yeah, Tim will be in uh, all next week for Bick, who's on vacation. Thanks to Kenny Dillingham for joining us. If you, we missed the interview. You're 0 for 2 because we played it twice, uh, but you'll be able to catch that on the Arizona Sports app and ArizonaSports.com. Have a great and safe weekend. Wolf and Luke up next. We'll catch you on Monday, and as we do on Fridays, we leave you with a little taste of the week that was. Cardinals oh, head yeah. to their uh, bye man, week. Man, it's been a year for this football team. Oh, in so many ways. I mean, when you consider... Everything that has transpired from the moment they walked off the field in Los Angeles in the playoffs until now. It's I mean, incredible. That's like a decade worth of drama. Yeah, it is. Right. They should make a documentary about them. If in-season hard knocks was a person, it would eat a lot of pudding and cottage cheese because it's got no teeth. Excellent moves fast, Vinny. That doesn't apply to you, Jared. Come on. Excellent moves fast. Jared's still dragging. Anytime you guys say something, he he texts me how dumb you guys are and how wrong you guys are. And what the hell are you guys talking about? Well, I don't know. I can think of one, maybe. We gotta believe. We gotta believe, guys. Let's go, Russ. Guys, if we do XYZ, all we gotta do is go out there and try a little hard. She's gonna get a wicked price on those, I'm telling you. Sully's coming in from Worcester. This time, it's, it's personal. personal. Something's gotta give. Courage. <laughs> put him off. Put him off. I'll fight you both together. I'll fight you both hand tied behind my back. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Man, that dude, man, look at it, man. You make all that money, you ain't doing nothing, man. Shut up. Job hopper. Job hopper. Vagabond. They shall now be known as Hoppywood. Hello. Bloody hell. Oh, no, the boot. The boot. We talked about the boot. Somebody's going on vacation tomorrow. Devin freaking <laughs> Booker. Vinny, can you hear me now? Oh, Vic, don't leave. Oh, yeah, come on, Jared. Cool drink of water, make a grown man cry. Sweet <laughs> yeah. cherry pie. That's all. Huh? 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 Okay. Huh? Oh, oh, God. Oh. 
from your hairy head to your hairy toes. They say pi r squared with pi r round. JJ Watt learning how to change a diaper. Beef pie. Nickelback is Canadian Creed. We talk about gas a lot on this show. Hi, Jarrett. Patchable Peterson. Get you a man who loves you the way Jarrett loves pie. Stan Cranky, Cronky, Croinky, Croanky. We do love the animal fat. You don't mess with the Zohan, so you don't mess with me, all right? I would like to be hospitalized next time Jarrett plays one of his songs. I bet the Bills didn't think they would be in such a battle for that division. Yeah, I think they, they respected all the teams, though, because even when even know, the Miami, Jets, yeah, come on. well, not the Jets. <laughs> okay. Has an American sports star ever been born from a kick in the cradle? Normally, a kick in the cradle prevents birth. Get ready to throw up. This one is absolutely disgusting.